Hello and welcome to episode 107 on the Everyday Joy podcast. I'm your host, Joy Ravella. Hey, on today's conversation, we are going to be breaking down a proverb that's all about living the simple life. But before we get into that, I wanted to share this really sweet review that came through the other day. Quinn said, it's great to learn from other people and go deeper into the verse with everyday life experiences shared. And truly, I think that's really at the heart of uh, this whole podcast. The fact that God's word is so applicable and it's so incredibly everyday, right? It's not something that you can just access on Sundays or when life is difficult. It's for every season, every situation. So Quinn, thank you so much for your comment. And if you've been loving this podcast, go ahead and leave a written five star review that really does help spread the word. Right now though, let's get into today's Bible verse. A pretentious showy life is an empty life. A plain and simple life is a full life. That is from Proverbs 13 verse 7 in the message version. Once again, I've got the lovely Ash here in studio. We're back. I love it. You know, this verse here, I don't know about you, but this reminds me of a whole bunch of videos I'm so obsessed with online. It's like the homesteader kind of videos. Oh, joy, you're speaking my language. They're like making bread and picking homemade carrots. It's such a trend at the moment. Yeah. It's like there's a whole group of people on social media who have gone, I am done with the busyness. I'm done with the crazy life. I just want to have a block of land in the countryside, raise my kids and like bake bread. You know, I honestly wouldn't mind that. Sometimes I look at the videos and I'm just like, that just seems like such a, Mm. I'm sure it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah, it's hard work. Yeah, but I think there is like a return to the simple, return Mm. to maybe just like the basic enjoyable things in life and I think maybe that's what I think of when I see this verse. It's so good. What about you, Ash? Um, I think it makes you very quickly reflect on your own life. You know, you kind of go, is my life simple or have I made it so chaotic and so complex that I, (laughs) I, I have a full life, but I don't have a a full life, if that makes sense. I'm not full of like peace and joy and this love of just the goodness of God because I'm so busy and I'm so chaotic and I have so many things that fill up my day but don't fill my soul. Yeah, and I think that is such a good point. In fact, a little bit earlier on the podcast, earlier in the year, must have been one of the first few episodes, I did an episode with George titled, Mm. Is My life full or busy yes I remember that episode it was so great it was really good I'll actually link it below in the description so you can have a listen to that one it pairs so well with today's conversation but essentially what what George said was just because you have a full diary doesn't mean you have a full life Mm -hmm. and he talked about the difference between being busy versus being full and I think this verse kind of comes back to that you can have the most crazy exciting life look at your calendar and have things booked out for the next three months but are you actually doing what fulfills you are you living out a fulfilled life it's so true I think the other thing that kind of jumps to mind is it talks about you know a pretentious and showy life Mm. it's kind of the first little bit and it's kind of this idea that we live you know we live in a society where if you get a new car you post it on Instagram if you get a new house you post it on Instagram and it doesn't mean we don't celebrate the good things but it's kind of this interesting idea where God goes You don't need these things. You don't need the materialistic goods of life to have a very fulfilling 
world and life and family. Yeah, and I think it's just something as a society, I feel we are returning back to. Yes. Because so much since the dawn, I think, of the internet, says Joy, (laughs) (laughs) with your wealth of knowledge on the beginnings of the internet. I do feel, though, right? I feel some, I really feel for the younger kids. Oh, me too. They have not grown up in a world where the internet wasn't like a thing. Like, I'm not sure about you, but for me, growing up, up until I was like five or six years old, the internet made that like dial-up connection yeah. sound. And if you were on the internet, no one else could make phone calls in the house. Yeah. That was sort of the yeah. era that I grew up in. And so it was this limited thing that was just a little side gig in your life. Yeah. It wasn't everything. For sure. I was similar. I'm very grateful for when I was sort of born. I was born kind of on the cusp of it all. Yeah. Majority of my life of my childhood, sorry, I didn't grow up with electronics. You know, we had a TV and things, but, um, yeah, internet. We had a chunky computer mm. that we had maybe one gig of internet on <laughs> that we would use. And then I think, you know, I didn't get a phone till I was well into high school. Like yeah. all those sort of things. It, I, there were no iPads. There were no nothing. I had an iPod shuffle. If anyone remembers an iPod shuffle, there was no screen. It was just a button. Walkman. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had one of those. It did not fit in my school skirt <laughs> pocket, but I thought I was cool. So good. <laughs> but I do think like the life we live now, mm. even though we can say, yeah, times were easier back when we were younger, mm. I think despite which era you were born into, despite which circumstances you mm. were born into, you always have a choice as to what you choose to fill your life with. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm sure even back when this was written, I mean, it says, uh, Proverbs 13, 7, a pretentious showy life is an empty life. Tells me that people way back then, prior to the internet, yeah. were still filling their lives with very empty things. It's so true. It's so true. It, it, when when I saw this scripture, it really made me think of an experience that I had when I was overseas. Mm. I um I actually I went to India when I was uh, eighteen. Literally the best experience. I loved it. India just like holds such a special place in my heart. It's so Aww. so good. But I remember when I was there. I had this really profound moment of we were at one point we were in an orphanage over there. And I remember just talking to these little kids and, you know, there was obviously a bit of a language barrier and we couldn't really fully speak to each other. But these children were just so full of joy. Mm. And I just remember watching them being like, you have nothing materialistic. You have nothing here in the sense of that the world would maybe recognize as wealthy or, or, you know, as successful in the sense of you know, materialistic things. But these kids were so full of joy. They had so much life. And I just, I saw it again and again in every situation that, that I encountered. I even, we went to a prayer, a prayer worship sort of, um, afternoon and we're standing there praying with these incredible, um, men and women. And there was this moment where we were, you know, we're in like this tiled kind of small little shack and, and I just remember having this moment where we were worshipping and we were celebrating and we were honouring God. And I have never seen people worship God in a more honouring, in a more beautiful and in a more just in complete awe of the joy and goodness of God. And I kind of stood there in the room being like, I am so privileged to be able to to be able to come here and experience this. Mm. 
you know, I have in, in the world's terms so much more and, and maybe I guess a, a fuller life in the sense of, you know, the things that, that I've been blessed with. But I would say their joy and their lives were so much more full of joy and life mm. than I had ever experienced before. Yeah. And I think that's really the crux of today's conversation. It doesn't matter what you started out in life with. And it doesn't matter what you have in your hands right now. You might be listening and saying to yourself, right, if I just had that job, if I just had this, if I just got to this goal weight, if I just was able to have another child or something like that, my life would be full. Mm. But I think we've got to come back to the fact that all of these things, yes, can form a facet of making life full, mm. but ultimately it is God yeah. who's our sustainer. He is the one who fills our lives. And thank goodness that we <laughs> we don't need to jump through hoops or have yeah. a certain number in our bank account to access yeah. him. No matter what, no matter where you are, no matter how you're looking and feeling right now, you can live out this word, verse because it says a plain and simple life is a full life. It's so simple. It Mm. is so easy to connect with God and step into that full life. So Ash, as we wrap up today's thoughts, for that person who might be rediscovering simplicity Mm. in their life and decluttering their calendar, I know that you've got a very full calendar. We've talked about this a little bit. When you feel a little bit like, okay, I am so busy and I'm doing things, but I'm not actually doing things that make me feel fulfilled. Mm. What's the first thing you do? It's challenging. And I'm, I'm still working on this, if I'm totally honest. But I'm learning to really pull myself back and go into a quiet moment with the Lord. I think busyness and craziness and I guess a fullness of life in the sense of, of this it's so distracting from truly meeting with God. And the only time we're going to get that peace and joy and fulfillment is from those quiet moments. And, you know, I could listen to any podcast I want to. I could listen to any sermon that I want to. But the thing that needs to happen is I need to strip it all back, plain and simple. And I need to spend time with God and have Him reveal what I need to do. Today's episode is all about that sense of knowing what really matters in life and making time and space for it. In terms of application, my goodness, there's so many different ways that we can take this. But I really want to encourage you, maybe even challenge you, to do a time audit. I know in a previous episode I suggested it, but my goodness, today I really just want to share with you what happened in my life when I decided to track how I spend my time over a five-day period. So I did a, I did Saturday through to Wednesday and I tracked in half an hour blocks on an Excel spreadsheet everything that I did. Things like, okay, this is how long I spent in the shower to this is how long I spent scrolling through social media and I was brutally honest with myself. And you know what I found? I never had buffer space. I would plan one activity after another after another and I'd always just be feeling so tired at the end of the day. 
And so I have made it one of my goals to never put anything back to back. Even when I put meetings in my calendar, I try my best to give myself a 15 minute buffer because that allows me time to transition. It allows me to have a breath, a pocket of rest and to also go into the next thing feeling like I'm fully there and not just kind of running from one thing to another. So I'm mentally still in the thing that I wasn't before and need to take a little bit of time to fully focus. And I'm so over that life because it never really honored the person that I was with or the next commitment that I had. And I guess that for me was this one thing I wouldn't have known had I not done a proper audit. So maybe for you, you could just start off by opening up an Excel spreadsheet or taking out your phone and typing the notes or even like pen and paper it and jot out all the half hour blocks over the next 24 hours. Just be honest with yourself, fill it out, write in how you spend your time. And I know that just by looking at that, you'll be able to see what exactly your life is filled with. And once you've got the raw materials, you can then go ahead and truly apply this verse because you don't know what you're dealing with if you're not facing the reality of your real life schedule. So that's my encouragement challenge application for today. Give it a go. What have you got to lose, right? That wraps up today's episode on the Everyday Joy podcast. Hey, if you do end up doing this and you found out something really interesting about your schedule or your week, I would love to hear about it. Uh, Send through an email through to the Everyday Joy inbox. That's in the description below. Or you can get in touch now via the Facebook group. You can message me through that. I'd love to hear about it. Right now, though, I'll say goodbye and I look forward to catching up again tomorrow. 